So, oh, like, for example, you. like, sometimes you might see me, like, why it took you so long to sell this house? Because I can sell a house in a week or two. I'd be knowing my sister's a realtor, and I'd be knowing people that be looking for a house. They'd be looking for months. So sometimes I don't always go with the cash offer and all that. I'd be trying to put people into these homes. Yeah. Cause now they always always about like the money. Like I be caring for people at the same time. Gotcha. So I put them, I put it, I hold my house and put them in the home. Just like I got, I got something for you. What I'm learning from this conversation is, man, you literally surrounded your life around real estate. Right. Like your whole world is real estate. I love it. Like I love houses. I could look at houses all day and don't get tired of it. Yeah. This is the house right here. <laughs> I'm gonna go find the house. Oh wow! See how bad the house is. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. House, yeah. I tore that house down all the way to the foundation. Do you have the the fix up picture or video of that? Oh yeah, I want to see what. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Yo, wow. Yeah. So a lot of times people ask like, "How much money do I need to start off?" That's the wrong question to ask. It's about the education. Yeah. The education will get you paid. Because you can have a million dollars right now, I can have no money, and I can come up off the education. If you don't know what to do with the money in real estate, you ain't gonna win. We're gonna put a lot of money in this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend like, these probably like a half million just on windows. I like the good stuff, like the white marble, the white oak hardwood floor, I like the good stuff, man. Glass I don't, I don't like I don't like the small windows. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast where we find dope people that's doing dope stuff, man. I had to, uh, I got a phone call from my brother, Zoe the Goat. Now, I made a lot of money with Zoe. Uh, he is the Airbnb king in Atlanta. Um, I mean, over 100 units. And he's just, one, he's doing Airbnb. Now he got mansions and all kinds of stuff that he's written out. And he called me like, yo, you got to interview my brother. And he sent me your Instagram. I said, yo, he looked just like you. Hey, y'all talk alike. Y'all really like the same person. It's crazy. So um, I, uh, he was kind of telling me the, the journey that you got in real estate, and I thought it was really, really interesting, man. So uh, introduce yourself. We're going to get into it. I'm Dollar the Builder. I buy homes that people believe that can't be fixed. I bring them back to life. Dollar. 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 Where you that name from? It's the DJ. I used, to throw, um, I used to be a big promoter. Oh, word. Yeah, throw big parties fresh out of high school. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Over okay. a thousand people, like every time, no artists, no nothing. Sheesh. Yeah. Out of where? Columbia, South Carolina. Columbia, South Carolina. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry, I finished. I'm, I messed up your intro. Go ahead. Yeah, basically, I turned nothing into something. Mm -hmm. I um, fix up the neighborhoods, bring, put equity into these homes. Yeah. Like a lot of times, a lot of people think a house is like so bad that like nobody can't deal with it. Mm -hmm. By going there, I bring it back. Yeah. Like burnt homes, homes that trees fell on, stuff like that. Mm. All right, so do you hold any of them, or do you just fix and flip? I hold some. It, it depends. Like I don't like the, I like to hold some that's gonna be good equity later. Mm -hmm. I like to hold like the good heavy hitters, like like um like. Okay, I like to hold homes that's like for like near colleges. Where I could do like rent them out to the students, mm -hmm. for, like each room and all that. Gotcha. Because like. Back home, most rent goes between like fifteen hundred to two thousand. Yeah. I like to get a house that I can buy to make like five thousand or do vacation rentals or something like that. Oh, and so a, you don't like the you don't like to hold them just for a family to rent them? No, not like that. I do a little bit. I do a little bit of section eight, but not too much. Gotcha. Just depends. Gotcha. Like somebody come to me want some help. Yeah. And like I know they're good people. I mm -hmm. keep one of my houses just for them. Gotcha. gotcha. Same thing. Always about like the money with me. I'm trying to look out for people. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So. You mentioned you was deep. So before you were, how long you been flipping houses? Been flipping houses for about eleven years now. Eleven years. Yeah. Okay. And that, no, okay. I, I, I'm gonna go another direction. But so I was talking to a guy, uh, really, really smart 
individual. And he has, uh, he was telling me he got over like a thousand units just that he has. And he said he only sold one property before. He said he sold his first one. He bought it, uh, kind of held on to it for a second, then sold it and made a bunch of money. And he regrets it. He said, he said, I'll never, A. Donahue Baker, shout out to A. Donahue Baker. He said, I'll never sell another piece of real estate. Right. What do you think about that? I mean, that's that's for him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nothing bad. I won't say, like, everybody got their own game plan. Yeah. I stay in my own lane. I do a lot of flips. Mm-hmm. I use my money for, like, other stuff, other projects that I have going on. So um, I only keep, like, the stuff I really want to keep. Like, I done had some rentals that I didn't too much care for. Like, mm-hmm. people damn, I don't like dealing with a lot of people. Mm. I know myself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That might be good for him, but what's good for him might not be good for me. Yeah, I know myself. I don't like to deal with a lot of people, a lot of headaches, mm-hmm. like people damaging homes and stuff breaking. And you got to come out the pocket with this and that. Like people will tell you, like it's all good, but stuff still cost. Yeah, something might go bad, or just dealing with a lot of people. I like to, I like dealing with a lot of people. That's a fact. So when I deal with stuff, I like to make sure it makes a lot of money. Yeah, I don't do like a lot. I don't like do a lot of small projects. I do like. A lot of big projects, right? So you instead of somebody like somebody might, for example, like somebody might have a thousand homes, mm-hmm. but I'm somebody I got fifty homes or hundred homes that make the same amount as they make, and people are like how you do that? Mm. I was telling you earlier before the show, I just bought some land in Buckhead for six hundred fifty thousand. That home right there should bring me at least one hundred fifty two hundred thousand, but a month by the time I finish with. Ah, hold on, what? Yes. Hold on. Okay. So you bought some. First off, don't be coming to Atlanta. You know I mean? Stay in Carolina. Don't be buying up all our real estate. Not unless you can let me partner with you. All right. So you bought some land for $650,000 in Buckhead. Buckhead. And what what made you buy the land? That particular plot? The location. Okay. Like one thing about business, location is everything. So I know it's like walking this in the fields. It had a city view. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nice city view. So I looked at a lot of modern homes in Atlanta. A lot of them got like the small windows and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm very picky when I build stuff. You know, so I like to build my own stuff. I'm a designer, basically. I want to do like the floor to ceiling windows, mm-hmm. bring like that Miami, LA vibe to the city. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna put a house on there? House, house with a rooftop at that. So you have a city view at the rooftop. You can have your event up there. You know what I'm saying? Have dinner. A house with a rooftop. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. A residential home with a rooftop. Yes. I'm trying to imagine that in my mind. Is that a normal thing? Out of town, maybe not Atlanta. Atlanta don't like Atlanta's like they're more new to the modern homes. It's not like Miami and LA that always had it there. So when you say modern, meaning a flat roof, not like a point, not uh, a flat, traditional roof. Yeah, flat roof. More like the um more like the modern windows, the bigger, taller windows, and I'm interested in this roof thing, though. Is that like, is there like any ordinance against? Only because I haven't seen it, and I'm trying to imagine. You have a it good, sounds cool. You gotta have a good engineer. That's that's the main thing. Have a good engineer to get it done. With a rooftop with a view on your house, mm-hmm. golly. Okay, six hundred thousand, six hundred fifty thousand in Buckhead. When you are looking at this land, I'm sure you weren't just looking at the location because even a good location could be overpriced. How are you knowing that this is a good deal? I sold on the land for a minute. They really wanted more than that. It started off probably like eight hundred seventy-five thousand. Really? Right. And it went down to seven fifty. 
Marcino went down to seven fifty. They got dropping about like twenty five thousand each time. I, I, like one thing about me, man, I move like a turtle. I don't move like a rabbit, so I just wait, wait to the right opportunity. Mm. So it started off with eight seventy five. Went down like eight fifty to eight hundred. When I got him at seven fifty. I knew I, I always told myself I would, the most I would give is six fifty. So I put in an offer for six hundred to see what they counter, counter back at. Then counter back at much. The lady hit me back. I said six fifty. That max is my max. If y'all want to deal with it, y'all call me back. If not, don't even worry about calling me back. Mm. The lady called me saying, when the flash is fast, you can close. I said, I close ASAP. For the cash? Cash. So you just. Cash out. Cash out. One thing about the game, cash always moves faster. Like cash offers, like when I sell my houses, people with the cash offers, they could close faster. Yeah. So when I put like my bids in and stuff, like some houses that hit Zillow that I be putting bids on, that, that them ass is houses, I'm a cash buyer, so I look better than. Other people that's not paying cash, and I can yeah. close fast. That's real. And I don't do no due diligence, so I tell them like I need no, no due diligence. No due diligence. No that diligence. sounds dangerous, bro. Not dangerous because at the end of the day, I know what I'm buying. I know what I'm looking at. I know what it takes to, to do the work. You could get some land noted, like maybe something under it, and maybe floodplain or something. No. Say it again. Like a like you don't know what's under it, right? It could be I don't know. A house used to be, a house used to already be there. A house was there already. Yeah, so it got everything it needs. It got the sewer, the utilities, and everything already there. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got the house it. was so bad that they, they knocked it down. Gotcha. Um, one thing about Buckhead, see, I always look at the comps and everything, and land is going for very high in Buckhead. And one thing about it, it's hard to buy land in Buckhead as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, it's, it's like, even if I sat on it, man, it would still be going up. The more, the less land in Buckhead, the more it's going to go up. That's people, a fact. People in Buckhead, they knocking down homes just to build homes. hmm I bought the land already there. I don't got to worry about knocking it down. Gotcha. I'm ready to go. I'm getting my survey done. I'm also um, talking to my architect right now as we speak, mm-hmm. drawing up the plans. Gotcha. $650,000 do not roots. How, how many square feet? It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. 
All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. We're going to go about 6000 7000 somewhere around there. How much is it going to cost to build? We're going to put a lot of money in this one. I'm going to spend like... These probably like a half million just on windows. I'm putting windows in the outside and I'm putting windows in the inside of the home. Everything all glass. That's why the glass windows is, on the outside and inside. Yeah, of course. So basically, right? like if you in the bedroom, you could be able to see your shower from the glass. I ain't gonna have no sheetrock put up. Yeah, I'm gonna have it like that nice. What? A lot of people don't put glass because glass is very expensive. Glass really jumped up from the COVID. Like it went up very, got very expensive. <laughs> bro, this is crazy. So, and Zoe was already telling me, he said, man, you might as well go ahead and just go ahead and do it. He said, man, if I was you, you know how to build, I'll go ahead and build a thing, man. Because we were looking at modern homes for a long time, me and Zoe. And like, everything I seen, I didn't, I did not like. Like, a lot, of stuff, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff looked cheesy to me, man. Cheesy, people in cheap material. Now, I don't like that cheap material, man. Like, I like the good stuff, like the white marble, the white oak hardwood floor. I like the good stuff, man. Glass I don't like I don't walls. like the small windows. Glass windows and glass walls. Glass house will really get you the modern look. Not all glass with walls. the floating with the floating stairs and all that. Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't do the floating stairs, man. But not all glass walls though. No, it's gonna be glass like 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 one wall might be glass like basically like this wall oh, be, this whole wall could be glass. You gotta, have, you gotta have a little bit of privacy and stuff yeah. like that. Man. You can't make everything glass. <laughs> Okay. You gotta know where to put the glass at. Like yeah. you wanna put the glass face like the city. Yeah. You got a neighbor on the side, you don't wanna put it on the side, you know what I'm saying? Cause you want your privacy, so you gotta know where to put the glass at. You're gonna spend half a million on windows. Windows. Okay. I'm not so, even hundred percent sure how much the windows gonna really cost until we get the plan. So what are you thinking you're gonna put in total? Like what do you think like construction is gonna be total? A roundabout. About four million, about four million. That but to be honest with you, like I told him, Zoe, like if we go over, we just go over. I'm not really worrying about it. Like it's nothing personal. 
like, oh, I gotta be at this certain budget because we're gonna make the money back when I tell you about the 150, 200K a month. Yeah, I'm interested. It's gonna in be that. it's gonna be a home that people not like people not used to. Like you, you cannot go nowhere in Atlanta and get this home. Not to do a photo shoot, not to shoot a movie, not to shoot reality shows. Cause Atlanta's getting very big on people shooting like movies and stuff here mm. now. I want to give them something nice to be like, yeah, we want to shoot at your house. So okay, okay, because this is this is actually kind of dope to me. So you're not buying it, you're not buying it for to have equity in it. You're buying it because you know you're going to make money with what you do with it. Right. Now you got to walk me through this 100,000, 150,000 a month. Right. I need yeah, I need to know that. See, that's something that? see that's something Zoe and them doing right now. Mm. I don't know if you want me to tell all that, but Yeah, he, nah, he, he yeah, tell he, he tell all his business. Look, Zoe Zoe, you know, we tell all business here. So, yes, I know he's he doing the business. He's teaching the Airbnbs, but he ain't been teaching this yet. He ain't teaching yet, but when he get back, he putting it out there. He's going to come on, and we're going to talk so about like, it so like, you should so talk about it For example, you, somebody can want to rent the house for like an hour. That's one thing I like about it more than just the Airbnbs because people don't have to stay overnight. They're like, let me get it for two hours for a video, video shoot, or let me get it for three hours. I just want to have my mother's dinner at the house, a birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. You can put your price on it. Five thousand, ten thousand. People just want to have something nice to have, like a something like a nice event, almost like an event hall, but better. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Zoe was saying. Well, actually, him and uh, I was him and my other boy. They got a house. Well, my boy got a house, and Zoe kind of just um, uh, kind of is guiding him through it. And he said first month they did like thirty grand. He said yeah. he doing like thirty, fifty thousand. Was that what like, I'm going for? Way more than that. I'm going for way more than that. I'm going to something they haven't seen before. I bet with a rooftop. See one thing, I don't know exactly what all they, they doing, but mine's going to come with like the, the butler and like the, the driver and everything. Everything's going to come included. Is this the busy, biggest project I, I even want to make the glass the, from the garage because I'm going to have my designer cars in the garage. Don't you see the garage from the house? Like while you in the inside, it's going to have some glass right there. Is this the biggest project you've done? Right now, it comes with the modern homes, yes. Yeah, this sounds like yeah. an undertaking, bro. Yeah. Have you built before, or are you just more? I built, but not modern. Gotcha. But one thing about it, like, I know how to find good contractors. Like, I'm just yeah. coming to Atlanta, so I know how to find contractors. A lot of people don't know how to find good contractors. You got, you do got a vision out of this world, bro. It's crazy. And yeah, I guess, you know what? You know what's so inspiring about this conversation? Normally, when people are building real estate, right, they're thinking about, Okay, I want to put a certain amount into it so that when it's done, I have equity, right? Right. Because that's how real estate moves. But it's almost like if you have an idea, like a business idea, you don't cap how much you put into your business idea. Right. Like when you do, like when Mark Zuckerberg was building Facebook, he wasn't like, all right, I'm only going to put this amount in because I want my company to be. It's like, yo, I need to put in whatever needs to be put in so this vision comes to life. Right. Like I used, and I, that's I used, crazy. There's no like club owners back home. I used to be like a big DJ and promoters. And like, I used to ask him, like, man, why you don't, how you don't, how you, you don't own this building, but you're putting all this money in it? He said, man, we make it right back. Mm-hmm. So somebody might be asking, like, oh, I won't be in a house without no equity, blah, blah, blah. But like, I'm going to make it right back. Yeah. This is I'm gonna make my money back faster than the people that that's not doing it. Yeah, somebody that's just like, yeah, that has <laughs> got equity in the house. So, um, are you are you doing the mansion rentals in Carolina now? No, not Carolina sure. not really a place for that. We don't have like a lot of 
people coming in like that to do something like that. We don't have like no football team, basketball team, or none of that. One thing about Atlanta, people's always coming. Mm. I used to do Airbnb in Atlanta, by, by, by the way. Mm. Yeah, so. Why you stop? Like, it wasn't really for me. Everything ain't for everybody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I used to follow my brother's footsteps, but I, like one thing about it, I love real estate. That's like yeah. what I love. So I do what I love to do. Yeah. Yeah, like, just because you do podcasts, I mean, oh, I'm just going to do podcasts. Yeah. I do what I love to do. Like, I ain't sure. no follower. I stay in my own lane. That's real. And your lane is fix and flip. Fix and flip. So you identify, well, let me ask you this. If it's not too personal, you don't even got to answer it. But let's say, what is, how, what's the most you've ever made in a year from fix and flipping? Like strict, strictly fix and flip. So I'm going to tell you the truth, man. If I answer that question, my mom and my mom, my mom, my mom, my mom I'll be on my page right now and I don't be talking about even big money. Like I'll be like, I've just bought this house for 40000 mm. My mom be calling me. I don't think you should tell people that. Yeah. Cause like I don't know if Fonz, I don't let, never be really listening to Fonz in interviews like that, mm. those interviews. But like where we come from, man, my mom always say, stay quiet, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? My daddy, he lived the street life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, yeah. stay very quiet. Like my dad, my, we lost our dad to the streets, mm. by the way. Yeah. So I don't know if he ever put that out there, but like, yeah. So we keep a little profile. She don't like, she don't like for us to be like all on like flashy stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah. So how old were you when you lost your dad? I was five. Five. Yeah. My dad, I, my dad got killed by the city of Columbia back home by the police department. Really? Yeah. Why? Do you remember what happened, the circumstances? I was young, man, but they they were trying to say he swallowed something, and they they cut they put him in the car. They, they cut the heat on, you know what I'm saying? He was overheating. So, you know, busting the windows out. They took him out, put him on the ground. It was, it was hot outside, maybe 100 degrees, because the cement burned his face up. You know what I'm saying? So they put him in a move where he couldn't breathe. So, like, I still got pictures in my head because my mama had pictures from the hospital and stuff because we was fighting through the courtrooms and stuff like that. But, like, that will always made me stay out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, like my mama always told the stories about my dad and, and all like that. And they actually, had a, um, they actually found out he even had no drugs in the system. Mm. Yeah. So did you look to Zoe as kind of like the father figure for you? Or oh, yeah, Fonzo was always a father figure, man. Yeah. Like a big brother. Like he was always like my mentor. Yeah. Yeah, like he always lead the way, man. Like back in the day, me and Fonzo used to sell. was selling candy in school. I started selling candy in school. You know what I'm saying? We used to go to the dollar store, get the four or four dollar, mm-hmm. go to school, sell it for 50 cents. So at a young age, we was already learning about investments. So you asked me how long I've been doing business. I've been doing business since I was 11, 12 years old. Yeah. Had to go to school with the candy learn not to get caught. Yeah. Get caught, man. You <laughs> sure. get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? And you went from selling candy to what? Selling candy to promotions. Mm-hmm. I also had an ice cream business, but my next business was promotion. Mm-hmm. Like DJing and all that. Yeah. And um with the promotion, why I started promotion was because of Fonzo. Yeah. Zo. Zo bought Lil Wayne to the city. I started seeing Fonzo making the door, the money off the door. So when I graduated through a graduation party. Did the same thing he did, but I did it without an artist. I bought DJ Scream down to the city, um, to my city. Did a big graduation party. Had over like sixteen hundred people in the inside. Another thousand waiting on the outside. Highway backed up. They actually made a newspaper, by the way. So I ain't lying about it. Yeah, that's that's dope, man. And it's just it just goes to show um, your environment, whoever mm-hmm. you follow. You know what I mean? Right. You'll you'll ultimately be that, and you know, unfortunately. Um, there are some people that are in the streets because uh, maybe they OG was in the streets, or right. you know, their their only father figure or mother figure. You know, you know what I mean? No, was, that's one of the reasons why, like, 
one of the reasons why like I do want to get myself out there now. Mm-hmm. I want to let, let people know that you don't have to do this. Yeah. Like me being so quiet is almost like messing up the community because I could be showing people like I could lead by example. Mm. So like, because I, I, I know people, I know drug dealers and stuff like that. I, I know I know, I know know what they got to go through. I know about them getting robbed and got to watch out for the police. I'm like, you don't got to do that. You ever played that game? No, I never played that game. Yeah. No. How did you not? I learned from like, man, my whole, my whole, I don't like to talk about stuff. Like, just have to be careful what I say. But like, I've been around a lot of people that been in the game since I was a young age. Mm-hmm. So I've seen a lot that happen. Yeah. And I see them, I see them had it, then lose it. Like, one thing I always told my homies, I said, I never want to be a had a had person. You know what I'm saying? I always want to be like, I got it. I have it now. Yeah. I don't, I don't like, I don't like, be, I don't like to be a storytelling person. Yeah. I don't even talk about like, man, I used to throw the best parties back in the day. I'm like, like, what, like, what we doing now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what sure. we doing now? For sure. And I want to lead up to that, but I do want to know, what did you learn about people from throwing parties? Because the psychology of getting someone to a club to listen to songs that they already heard and, and to spend more money than they should on alcohol. I didn't have alcohol involved because I was throwing teen parties at the time. Really? Yes. I moved to the alcohol later. I was throwing teen parties fresh out of high school. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing I learned, man, like, so everything's about hype. So, like, I know how to promote real good. So if I pass you a flyer, I'm not going to be like, oh, here you go, come to my party. I'm like, man, come to the party. All the females going to be there. We're going to have the bald head girls, the big girls, thick girls, skinny <laughs> girls, whatever you like. They're going to be there. It's going to be jumping. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to sell you on it. you be like, oh, they got to fly. I'm going to say, get another one. Take, tell one take, take one to your own girl, your sister. You know what I'm saying? So like, so you was really out there. Yeah, I was really out there. Like I was doing footwork, man. I still do footwork, man. Like I'm I'm a very humble dude. I don't, I don't like the, I don't play like no big boss guy. Like I get my, I still get my hands dirty. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I got to go knock on some doors. Like you trying to sell your house or... I gotta, I gotta put some dirty clothes on and just go work all day. Yeah. I ain't saying like dirty clothes, but you know yeah. what I'm saying, like get in, get in. Like For I keep sure. a pair, I keep a pair of shoes in my car when we go look at when I go look at houses and ride around because they be having red clay, be muddy and stuff yeah. like that. So I'm always ready to go, and I don't even dress. I dress up most of the time in my work clothes. Yeah. When you, all right, so give me the transition from DJing parties to your first real estate transaction. What was that? My first real estate transaction came when my grandma passed. My grandma passed in 2019. Mm-hmm. So what happened was she lost her house. She refinanced the house and lost it. She probably had the house paid off like two times, three times, but she refinanced it. And then she still owed the payments on it. It was so high. So we went to the foreclosure auction and trying to get the house. Oh, so they foreclosed on it? They foreclosed on it months later, maybe right. a year later. They foreclosed on it. Mm-hmm. My mom walked out of the courtroom crying, man, sad. So like me, I wasn't taking no for an answer. So I'm gonna go try to talk to the bank. They end up putting it on the market. They end up talking to the bank down on the house. They end up buying the house. Mm. So you bought that house. That's what. That's what. For less than she owed. I'd less than what she owed. Yeah. Exactly. That's how good God is. And um, that's what my first deal. And by me doing good with my mom and all that, it was teaching me more about the game. So I started learning about foreclosure. I learned about the auction. I learned about how to look at look up the auctions. How to get the deals. Mm. It put me deep more deeper in real, into real estate. Gotcha. So, what's your what was your second transaction? My second transaction was when I ended up re, I ended up refinancing the house back, getting my money back. So you bought the house. You bought it cash. I bought it. I bought it cash. How much? Thirty eight thousand. Gotcha. So you just and you took your DJ money, thirty eight thousand, mm-hmm. bought it cash. Right. Bought it cash. 
and then refinance. Refinance, not to fix the home up because the home is sitting. Right. So we had a bad storm back home, and the house got messed up. Everybody in the neighborhood got new roofs and everything, but the house got damaged. So I also had to use money to go fix up the home. Gotcha. What yes. you put into it, you think? Well, about twenty, thirty thousand at the time. So I don't. I don't do. I didn't do like what I do now. Like now, yeah. I gut the walls. I gut everything. Got new plumbing, new HVAC, yeah. new everything. Gotcha. New insulation. Gotcha. But this is your first love with real this estate. My first, yeah. So yeah. I, to, I take it easy. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So I, I want to get into how to find the right deal. What is your? Give me your process on finding a house. What are you looking for? I be looking. For, I be looking for the the most damaged home, messed up home. In a neighborhood that's worth that's worth something, like for example, back in South Carolina, like in South Carolina, I'm trying to get a home that's worth at least 200k or more, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to get a home 30k, 20k. I didn't got homes even for free before. How would you get a home for free? Why would somebody get a home for free? Because they already they already got the insurance check from the home. So if your home burned down, you already got paid. So you what you left with, you left with a burned home that you still got to condemn. But somebody like me, I might come to you and say, I could condemn it for you. Just let me get it. When you say condemn, what you mean? Like knocking the whole house down. So if my house burns, if my house, no, we're not going to use my house as but I like my house. If somebody like they, if somebody get a house and a house burns down. Yes. Insurance company will give you the money for that house. Yes. To it fix it up. How, it depends on how much it done burned down. Right. But yes, you get the money to fix it up. So some, but, people, some houses be like, basically like total. Yeah. But one thing like a, like a car, it got, a, it got a bad title. Like, the title's going to let you know that it, it's been like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? One thing about a house, the title doesn't says that. So, like, I could come to you and get your home. Be like, you think your home is, like, basically need to be knocked down. But a lot of people know it don't. It don't need to be knocked down. So people see, like, the black smoke everywhere and mm-hmm. see, like, the, the walls all messed up and all that. But inside those walls still be good wood. The foundation still be good. I buy a house with no roof on them and all. But my goal, my goal is I'll be trying to get the house fast as possible because a lot of times it's not the fire damage that messed the house up more. It'd be the water damage from the rain coming more and mm-hmm. more. So I start building up the mold and stuff. So I try to get them fresh. Got it. But somebody would give you their house because they got their check. Because they still, they, got, they still got to pay. Somebody still got to come and condemn this home. What does condemn it mean, though? I don't understand. Like they got to they gotta take it away so it's only be land left. So somebody has to, oh, so they got to take their check and knock it down. Yes, yeah, so I'm like, nah, keep that check. Let, let me take care of it. Oh. Yeah. So that's why I give it to you for free. Because how, yeah. long, how much do it cost? I never even told nobody I get home for free, to be honest. <laughs> this is the first time I ever put this out. That's why I'm like, Fonzo, Zoe know this stuff. Zoe's yeah. like, man, you need, to, you need to let people know like, let yeah. people know what you do. Dang. Yeah, because I come around, I done been around Atlanta a little bit with Zoe, but I'd be like, I'll be, yeah. be to the back. But how long, how much do it cost so a home that you got for free, how much did it cost you to condemn it? I don't condemn it. I mean, I, I oh, like, you don't condemn it at yeah, all. You so just, like basically, the like I could, I could. You've never had to condemn a home. Yeah, I could condemn a home before. Yes, I, 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 I could use the land. I done, I done got a home that wasn't even burned and knocked it down because I just want the land. Gotcha. So just it's all like what my game plan is. Gotcha. So I come gotcha. in, I come in already with a game plan. Mm. So for example, back to what you were saying though, so I might get a burnt home, right? A lot of people, they might come in there, like, when they condemn a home, they'll come in there and tear it up with a machine. I do it by hand. I get me and my Migos and some of my guys, and we're going there by hand and start taking out all the bad wood because we're trying to keep the good stuff. Mm. All the good stuff is money. Like, people don't even understand, like, when I look at something, I'm looking, I'm looking at it's money. 
So when I look at a house, I see like the concrete. Concrete's expensive, like a driveway is expensive for that concrete. Yeah. So that concrete is money. That grass is money. You know what I'm saying? The foundation is money. The lumber, that good lumber is money. So I try to keep all that money, keep all that money. So the more money I keep, the more money I'm making. Got you. Okay. How do you, okay, how do you identify a home that, you know, would be are you like going to the fire marshal to see who home burned down or you smart man. Really? So fire marshal, the news. Um, even the fire marshal, like they got Twitter pages, Facebook pages. I follow all those. Um, even the inspector, like when I do the homes, I always get cool with my inspectors. Like when I get my homes inspected from like the, the city or the county, mm-hmm. I'm always there. I'm always building up that relationship. I do a lot of work myself. I don't like my worker mm-hmm. to be there to talk to the inspector because I like to build that relationship. Yeah. So I talk to the inspector and I ask the inspector, like, y'all got any homes that's around? Because the inspector know about the whole, the whole neighborhood, yeah. the, whole, the, the whole thing. So I said, let me, let me know if you got any homes available. Even when I have closes, I talk to the attorneys. You got any homes? Reach out to me. We'll let you know. I build a relationship up with a lot of people. This good game right here. This good game. It's really about the relationship, man. I build up a lot of good relationships, like with even people that work at Lowe's, Home Depot. I take care of people. I, I'm, be, I'm a kind person. Mm-hmm. I buy people food, lunch, whatever. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I take care. Your personal home, um, really, really nice? No. The home I'm standing in right now is a renovation that I did. I don't, where I'm standing right now is paid off. I don't even, I don't even have no bills. <laughs> I, I don't, I just pay for my kids' private school, light bill, water bill, cable, that's it. My boy said I my ain't car, My car right even now. paid off. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools. You don't have the tips. You don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? Okay. 
I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off. But if you use the promo code big deal, it'll take 20% off immediately. But I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listen to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you know right now yet, you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal. That triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now. Don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights, take your brand to new heights, take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer. Okay. I'll see you at the summit. And don't forget to use promo code Big deal. I don't drive no, no fancy car neither. Yo, but for your love of real estate, I would imagine like the vision you got with the glass walls and all kinds of stuff, you don't want like your own little castle kind of. I do want a castle. I do. I mean, I don't, my mind ain't really there. Like I don't too much really care for that stuff right married? now. Married? No, I'm not married. Okay. You want to yeah. be married? Or you want to get married eventually? Um, maybe so. The right person, man. I just had my first relationship with like the last like five Six years ago, like my first relationship, because I was always business, business, business. Really? So that was like a learning experience for me. Like I know about money, but I'm not, I don't really know about relationships. <laughs> so like I just learned about how women are and everything like that. I love it. But the next woman I get, I think she had to be like almost like an entrepreneur, man. She got to really understand me. My last woman, I feel like she just didn't understand me because I was always working, working. Yeah. So how old are you now? I'm sorry. I'm 34. You're 34. So you had your first relationship when you were 29. 29. Yeah, so before 29. that, you didn't have like no. Girlfriend, like this. I met, I met, her, I, met, I met her in California. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm saying, well, how long are y'all together? How long were y'all together? About six, seven years, somewhere around there. So from like 23 to 29. So again? you met her when you like when you were like 23, 24, and then y'all were together for five. About years? seven years. No, nothing. You got the math wrong. I'm like, I'm 34. So I met her when I was probably around about. 28, 29. Okay, like yeah. That, so, okay, I was, I was wondering, I was asking, did y'all break up when you was 28 or? Oh, no, no. Okay, we broke up saying. like about a year ago. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Had two kids together, broke up about a year ago. Gotcha. So, 28 to now, you're in a relationship, your yeah. first relationship. So, before 28, it's just, you never had nobody that she was like, yo, this is my girl. And no, it was like small stuff, man. Yeah. It wasn't like I wasn't big like on females. Like, I ain't like really big on females like that yeah. right now. Like, I'm so busy focused on work. Gotcha. You know what I was I was talking to a friend of mine on their podcast and I was saying like I think being single is more time consuming than being in a relationship. Think about all the time you spend. You're not working 24-7, bro. Some, at some point, you're thinking, yo, I, I need a lady. I friend. do be working a lot, and my brother and everybody always tell me, man, you need to take a vacation. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like my, my con right now, man, because I'm always work, work, work. I wake up 5 in the morning. I don't go to sleep till like 10. Mm-hmm. Even when I go home, I'm still working because I'm looking on Zillow. I'm looking at see what's going on on the auctions. I'm looking gotcha. all over the place. I'm like, I'm still working. 
Mm-hmm. Like, right now, I do need to take a vacation, man. I need to take time off. I was in church the other day. The pastor said, man, you need to get rest sometime. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know I've talked to someone in here. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, for sure. I, need, I need to be honest with you. Like how you said about the house, I do need to start enjoying life a lot. And you probably asked me, like, so what got you like that? I had I had me before and lost it. You know, so I had it, lost it. Really? So that what really got me, like, that what really had got me out of, like, the spending habit, man. Like, I... I really got scared to go back broke. Like, I didn't want to go back broke. How did you get it the first time? The first time? That's a, that's a good question. That's I a good, good question. Questions. I don't tell people this, but I used to own a dispensary in California. Really? Right. What what, what age were you? When I first went to California, I was 28, 27. Gotcha. I, be honest with you, I don't be calculating years, man, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I just be going. But I went to California. I was, I was, I was on reading the news and how people was making money. Hopped over there, so I'm gonna do the same thing. So you asked me that I ever did that, I never did it the wrong way, I did it the right way. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right. So you But when I was doing it the right way, I started finding out, man, like this is almost staying back home. These dudes just more legit, but it's still like still gangster. Wow, yeah, it's right. still gangster. Like it's gangster in California, <laughs> man. Like very gangster, man. So like that's one of the reasons why I like I had my child while I was in California. That's one of the reasons why I ended up leaving and yeah. People doing bad business and stuff like that. I ain't want to be around all that no more. So you ran the money up by having your own dispensary? Half. You still I have, have I was half I was a half partner. Oh, half partner in the dispensary. Right. Okay. I had somebody gotcha. like one thing about California at the time, they had a license mm-hmm. that you had to they only gave out so many of them. Yeah. So somebody knew somebody that needed help with a shop. And I came in, I made it, I made it go up. Mm, when you, when you make stuff go up and people feel like they don't need you no more. Everything started yeah, changing, yeah, man. Yeah. That's why one thing I learned, one thing I learned, man, like you gotta make sure like you got like the full say so of things when you putting that money in, man. Hundred yeah, percent. Right, because people change, money change people, man. So you put it, you put money into a dispensary, y'all build it, y'all make millions. It was already built. It was already dead. It was already built. I came in and helped. Gotcha. Yeah, I made it like they wasn't even doing no business. I made the thing jump. So how did you make the money and then how did you lose? I, I, I would imagine how you made the money through sales and stuff like that, but how did you lose it? Bad business and losses start coming in and people ain't doing the right stuff. And mm. even, if, even if you still got like shops over there, they still like the police over there dirt. Like they still do raids and all types of stuff. Now, I, I learned a lot with that business. I don't want to get like too deep in that business. Yeah. Cause I don't like to talk about like right. you got me talking about stuff I don't need to talk about like people like people don't even it's know your story, like, bro. People, like I'm gonna tell you something people back home don't even know what I was doing in California. Mm. My mama always told me like she said leave leave SC in SC. You know mm. what I'm saying? So like I don't know if you ever seen the movie Twenty One when they was doing the gambling and mm-hmm. they were living a whole nother life. That's yeah. how I was. I was living a whole nother life when I was going back to LA from SC. Gotcha. I was like the same person. I'll go home and look like like trash. Yeah, no <sighs> car, no nothing. But you up. But I was up. Yeah. Yeah. Golly. All right. So you leave there, you go back, and then then you start your real no, you already was in the real estate at that I point. I was like, real estate. That's why that I'm glad I knew real estate because real estate helped me bounce back. Gotcha. And one gotcha. thing about real estate, we don't I told you how I got the house for free. Mm-hmm. I was getting the house for free. We don't need no money in real estate the the bounce back. Like I I, I, knew, I had the education. Yeah. So a lot of times people ask, like, how much money do I need to start off? That's the wrong question to ask. It's about the education. Yeah. The education will get you paid. Because you can have a million dollars right now. I can have no money and I can come up off the education. Yeah. If you don't know what to do with the money in real estate, you ain't going to win. The fact. person I know how to find the deals, you know what I'm saying? Because you know how to find the deals, you're going to win. 
You can mm-hmm. always sell the deals. If you don't got the money, you can always sell the deals. You can wholesale them. Yeah. Even if you like, even if in the, in the game right now, like I know all the prices. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like to get my floors done, I pay like a dollar a square foot for the floors. Mm-hmm. Most people charge two to three dollars. So if I wanted to, you could be like, dollar, come do my floors. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, give me two dollars a square foot. Yeah. So you might have a five thousand square foot. I get my Migos come do it. I just made five thousand dollars. That's a fact. Right. Same thing with the roof. Like if somebody come talk to you like another race. I don't know if you ever noticed, like another race will come do talk to you about doing your roof or whatever. But you'll see the Migos up there working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'll see them working. So they already got a, a price, they already gonna pay them just putting a, a, a dollar a more more on it. Yeah. So like like for myself, my like my roofs, I pay like thirty dollars mm-hmm. per square. Like roofs go per square. Yeah. So I pay thirty dollars per square. I was in the store one time asking somebody that was another restaurant, how much you charge per square? He's like, $80, $90. I was like, what? Mm. So like, I could do the same thing. How much you charge? I never charge. I just be so busy doing my big projects. Yeah. I don't like doing a lot of small projects. Yeah. I can. People tell me, man, you should do it. I got people calling me all the time, come through my house, come through my house, family members and all. I did one, I did a family member house this month. I got like five family members coming right now. Can't come do my bathroom. Can't come do my kitchen. Hey, you can't tax family. So. No, I don't even tax. I did. I did my cousin's on for the love. That's what I'm saying. No like, lie, I ain't make no money. His house got yeah. like in the, in in the, um this winter, mm-hmm. the pipes bust. So like he had got a he got a check for his house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I gave him everything for the low end through his stuff extra. Yeah, I got him like granite countertops and backsplash. I, I did everything for him for the love. My cousin, mm-hmm. man. Man, that's like everything ain't always about the money. That's why sure. I build up a relationship too, man. Like yeah. one thing about life, man, when you move with love, you make it way more. You make it up way more than just move by the money. Yeah. People mess up when they move by money. Too much about the money. Yeah. You got to pay me to do this. You got to pay to do that. Like I don't work like that. I got my best in from the love, man. Like yeah. seriously. Are you not worried though that um, maybe one day you won't want to like? Go find, fix, and flip. Because it's a lot, it's, it's labor intensive. You said right? they go do what? Like again? go find the house, fix the house, flip it. Like that's that's a lot of labor intensive and it takes time, right? Right. So But it's not I don't do a lot of labor because I'm more I call the most of the shots. Like on I could do a house from being I could be in Atlanta right now, still be getting my house done. Mm-hmm. All that I'm doing is make a phone call. I got my foundation right now. Like if I want to build a house right now, I call my foundation guy and he'll do the whole foundation. He'll pass all this special for the foundation. Right. Once, I, once I do my foundation, I can just call my framer and frame the house up. And the thing is, my credit really good, so I got credit with everybody, Home Depot, Lowe's, the lumber mm-hmm. stores, everybody. So all I got to do was call and say I need my lumber package done. I can send it to them on an email, get my lumber delivered, and go ahead and start getting it framed up. Right, but I'm saying, wouldn't you want to, at some point, build up a portfolio that just pays? Well, I guess you don't really like you don't like. But that's why I tell you earlier, even with, the house, like people, so. even with the houses in Atlanta, I tell them I'm making 200000 to fifty thousand, even if I make a hundred thousand, still good. Yeah. So my portfolio comes from houses like that. Yeah. Oh, I, I got you. I got you. I got yeah. you. I got you. I got you. See, people that got that the thousand homes and all that, they don't. They're not thinking about that. They don't know nothing about that. Mm-hmm. That was a blessing right there when Zoe came in. Zoe started changing the game up. Yeah. Like, yeah, bro, I'm making this, making that. Well, I said, well, I'm, I'm about to do that too. I'm like, forget all these rental properties. I'm about to do the big boy stuff. That mm-hmm. was telling you too, even about the student houses. I like the house that give me more money. Yeah. I like to keep the house that's very, like, a lot of money in two and not a lot of no small dollars. I learned that from having the ice cream business I told you about. Mm-hmm. Collecting 50 cents, 50 cents. I said, I'll never do that again. 
Right. It's only really doing good. That's only really doing good if you wholesale or something. Yeah. Somebody buying a thousand, two thousand items. I like big money. Mm-hmm. Big money, less headache. What's uh? Do you have a small deal standard right now? Like you might not fix and flip if I'm only going to make twenty thousand or ten thousand. Most of the houses I at least double up on. Seriously, I, I could buy a house. Like I just bought a house. I didn't make double, but I bought a house back home for thirty-five thousand. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, this one was um, double about double up. Bought it for thirty five thousand. Matter of fact, let me show you too while we at it. But you say you don't do you don't want to do, you don't do small deals. That's a small deal, no? It's not a small deal because the house is worth two hundred. I sold the house for two hundred fifty thousand, and the house is only eleven hundred square foot, maybe less than that. You got it for thirty thousand dollars. Thirty five thousand, and I seen this one in the um, news by the way too. <laughs> and people be like asking like man how you find the deals how you find the deals see back home they be trying to find my find out how I find the deals man I don't mind sharing but I'm looking like so if, so look. you'll be watching the news it might say some house burned down this neighborhood you gonna go find the house I'm gonna go find the house that's why this is the house right here <laughs> I'm gonna go find the house oh wow see how bad the house is yeah yeah that yeah, house, yeah I tore that house down all the way to the foundation. And the foundation in the land, the driveway is worth way more than thirty five thousand. It was that was an unbelievable deal. Thirty people already got their insurance check, everything. Like they were just ready to make. They're like, "This is free thirty five thousand." Oh, so, oh, right. So you said, "Okay, I just take just yeah, take the thirty five thousand and go live your life." Like, Let me get that. So, do you have the the and picture the people of people off that? By the way, they only the people that stay here only stay here for like two months. Mm-hmm. People oh, are people are, the house. people are making money off burning houses that be they be burning down. People make money, get insurance money. They actually sell and make more money. Do you have the the fix up picture or video of that? Oh yeah, I want to see what. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Yo! Wow! Wow! Yeah, I just started my um, my social media, and that video that video went got a lot of views. People was amazed by that. Oh, that's crazy! That's crazy! Yeah, yeah, you did your thing on that. You did your thing mm-hmm. on that. Golly. How much did that cost? How much did so you have I knocked it down back to the foundation like that. Oh, that's the foundation? Mm-hmm. Is there? I knocked it back down. Okay. Okay. Yes, amigos going crazy. Going crazy. They move fast, man. Like, <laughs> no lie, man. Like, me and, my, me, and my, me and my boys, we could put a house up in about 30 to 45 days easily. Really? It don't even take long. Like we we flip them so fast, they don't like we flip them too fast, man. This is crazy. This I bought is a house. Crazy. I bought another house that was forty thousand. That was worth three hundred thousand. So how much and did that you have house, to put? That house was really crazy. Say it again. Let me see it. You got it. Yeah, this, this right here. How that much? House, did, how much did you put into that one? This one. Yeah, I probably put about eighty thousand in that house. Bought it for thirty five. The house was only like eleven hundred square foot, and a lot of people under my comments was like. Oh, you can't build no house that cheap. Some people come from like West Coast and all that because they pay yeah. a little bit more money. But a lot of people don't know I own a warehouse back home. So I got a lot of lumber, a lot of windows. I get a lot of stuff off clearance. Bro, you getting money. Yo, you got money coming from everywhere. Yeah, like. I probably, no lie, I'm telling you the truth. I probably got about. Yo, as, hold on, bro. As we keep talking, like you just start revealing other monies you got around. This yeah. is crazy. You going crazy right now. Yeah, so I probably got about a quarter million maybe. Of material in there that I probably only pay about fifty thousand for Damn. windows, lumber, just shingles. Like the, the, my guy, my guy, Big John, back in um, Columbia, SC, where I got builders first source. He said, "Man, we got these windows. We got these windows." They call me fast because you know I'm coming in there buying it. 
Mm. They, they don't make throwing it for cheap because they need to get rid of it. Sometimes people bought them bag and all that. They can't have it all in stock. I come and buy all that up, man. Lowe's, my Lowe's lady, so I do with my cabinet lady at Lowe's. She'll come and say, we got some appliances in here. They be half off. My guy on Facebook. You got a market. Lowe's lady, bro? What yeah. is going on? I've been in relationship with everybody, man. Like, people, man, I, I go, man, I be in Lowe's probably four or five times a day. People always be like, man, you need to get a job here. Everybody, <laughs> everybody knows me in there. Everybody knows, and I, I get like pain and all that. They say we home, I go bring them food. I show love, man. So wow. when you do that, people look back out for you. Yeah, always get hookups, man. People always call. We got this. We got, we got, we got a hot water heater. The hot water heater, bring it. Come on, dang. So we, we load up on all that stuff, so we get that stuff for cheap. All right, let me let me see the other house, the other one. Oh yeah. But you bought this one for 30, 35,000, Put about eighty into it. That's one fifteen, right? Right. And you sold it for how much? Two fifty. For two fifty, bro, one hundred and thirty-five thousand profit. How long from the time that you bought it to the time you sold it? I gotta go back and look to be honest. But I'm thinking about sixty days. What? Yes, I'm seriously. Not even live. We probably going Zilla right. If I go on Zilla right now, I probably could tell you when they when it hit the market. So this one, the, the back of the roof is off. The whole roof going. That was, let me tell you how I got that house. That house was a Mongo. I don't know if y'all know Mongo Homes. What's that? They built like a lot of homes. So I went to their office trying to get the same blueprint. They're like, we don't, we don't, we don't give nobody our blueprints. So I went to go to their website. Is this the same house? Is this same house. Can I swipe? Can I swipe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same house. So I went to their website and found where they was building that same house set. Because one thing about Mongo, they keep building the same houses all over the place. Mm-hmm. I found the people that was building it, so I sat on it. That house right there had to wait a little bit so I could get the um the blueprint so I could order the trusses and all that. So I had to wait to get the trusses for that house as well. So that would took me a little time on that house. Mm. And it was doing like all the COVID time and all that. So um I ended up finding the blueprint. I seen the amigos. I said, man, you got the blueprint. They always got the blueprints on their phone. They send the blueprint. Got the blueprint. Ended up ordering all the trusses. Knocked that house out. Man. This is okay, give me the numbers on this. You bought this for forty thousand. Forty thousand. Where'd you find this? I found that by riding around. So you ride around, you see the right. whole roof and the Be back of the roof. You no, know, the person that was over the HOA told me about that house. Okay. Yes. So so what was their conversation like? Yo, this house burned down? Because people always call me because they know what I do. Yeah. So when people know what you do, they're going to call. Like, I see this house in my neighborhood. Like People call me every day. Somebody called me that day like, we got a house in our neighborhood that's burnt. You need to come check it out. Really? Right. And I know how to, I know how to get in touch with the, the owner and stuff. I know how to do my research. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I, knew, like, if I knew, like, if I had your address, I know how to type your address in, find out who's the owner. Like, a lot of stuff is on public record. Some people block it out, but I, I figure it out. How much? Um, so you got this for 40000 40000 And how much did you have to put into it? I guess it don't seem like there was a lot bad. Like, I'm going to show you the history of that house. There's not a lot bad with it. It's just the top is burnt off, right? The top is burnt off. Um, the trusses was burnt. I took the whole roof off. And the, the trust, off. when you say the trust, that's the top of the... The trusses are like from the, the roof, the floors. Trusses are something like you can order for your house mm-hmm. and get it already like pre-made. So all they got to do is put it in. Gotcha. Okay. Like for example, I'll show you this picture right here. I think I got the picture. But these are the top that we put in. These are like trusses that, that actually got put in. Oh, Cause I see. You, you could do a house, you could do a house stick frame, which you could do, you could stick it all up. Mm-hmm. Some houses have to be, um, you got to get trusses for some houses. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So you see like people that got all that, like, I don't know if you ever seen like the lumber that already come like prepared. Like yes. you see like the, yeah, yeah. That's, those are all trusses. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So 
They use a crane to put it to put it to put it in the house, the big gotcha. machine. So you bought it for forty. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how much you put into it? I gotta look at my numbers, Ashley. But that house right there, I probably ain't put no more than about one twenty in that house. Mm. And, and see, that's the that's the thing, man. Like people gotta know the number game. Yeah, you gotta know the number game out here because you could easily get somebody to overcharge you. When I first started this game, I got played so much, man. Like people did me dirty, man. Like real estate, real estate is a dirty business, man. People come in there, tell you not to do something, don't even know how to do it. I had to start learning how to find my contractors. Yeah. And the way I, I like, let me tell you how I found my contractors, by the way. Let me, let me start this for a second. How I found my contractors was when I first started, I used to go around and ask me, you know a good painter? Got the painter, the painter wasn't no good. Yeah. So I started thinking to myself, I said, if I go into these brand new neighborhoods that they're working for the other race, I know they do good work. Mm. So I started running up on the job sites. Game. And me running up on the job sites actually taught me more about houses too. I was learning the game by just being at the job sites all the time. Getting I got a bunch of electric guys number, a bunch of a bunch of plumbers and a bunch of like all different type of contractors. So when I started start doing my house, I start calling everybody out. And I also go back and look at their job. Because mm. you want to make sure they do good work. Yeah. I go back and look at their work. I got everybody numbers. I call and, and do the do the price match. Mm. Find who got the best number, who do the good work. That's brilliant. So a lot of people overpaying. So a lot of people like, how can he, how can he, I, I, could, I could actually pay more than somebody on the house and still win. Mm-hmm. So I can put like, if I go through a bidding war sometimes, just because I want the house, I know it takes me 30 days, I'll pay a little higher. Because you know how to get the work done for cheaper. For cheaper, and I move faster. Yeah. Time is money. Yeah. So I knock it out. I got my money right back. Finish the house in 30, 45 days, I close within 30 days. The only downside sometimes is when I finish so fast within 90 days, some F, F, like an FHA loan, mm-hmm. they can they got you have to, they have to wait ninety days. The owner have to have the house for ninety days. That's for them to get approved for the house. Oh, so like for you. example, like sometimes you might see me like, why it took you so long to sell this house? Because I can sell a house in a week or two. I'd be knowing my sister a realtor, and I'd be knowing people that be looking for a house. They'd be looking for months. So sometimes I don't always go with the cash offer and all that. I'd be trying to put people into these homes. Yeah. Cause nothing always always about like the money like I be caring for people at the same time. Gotcha. So I put I put I hold my house and put them in the home. Just like I got I got something for you. What I'm learning from this conversation is, man, you literally surrounded your life around real estate. Right. Like your whole world is real estate. I love it. Like I love houses. I can look at houses all day and don't get tired of it. Yeah. I got love houses, man. Dang. All right, let me do a project with you in Atlanta. Since you, I feel like you. I'm telling you, when I do that home in um, Buckhead, that's when, that's when you're going to be calling me. <laughs> a lot of people got to see. Like, you see the houses right here, but when you that's see right. Yeah, I can, I can like house, only like, imagine, when bro. When I'm telling you about the house, when you see it, when you see it, that's, when, that's what's going to let you know. That's when we're going to play this interview right here back, and we're going to post right. that house. Yes, I can't. So how long do you think it would take for you to, well, you don't know, really, because you got to go through the city yes. all that. And I'd be like, I'll, like I've been. And you're around, not doing four million. I've been, cash, I've been around right? here talking to framers and stuff. Like I mean, my guy, we walk around. We be going to these houses. I be yeah. talking because I'm, I'm in Atlanta now, so I'm doing the same thing I told you. I'm pulling up all these houses, talking yeah. to these contractors and all that. Like getting electric guy numbers and talking to them. Like how long it took y'all to do this house? I even talked to some of the general contractors as well. But I talked to them and um, I talked to some framers. And like it took us three months just to frame this house up. So I'm like, wow, that's a long time. Was back in there. See, we can frame a house up in a week, three days. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, we dealing with a whole nother ball game. Yeah, we're doing a whole, we're doing Atlanta, a whole other type of house. Yeah. So it's gonna be a whole. It's gonna be different. Yeah. Welcome to Atlanta. So right. This, this, this gonna be a, this gonna be a learning experience for me as well. Yeah. 
you're doing the floor to ceiling windows and stuff because you got to put the steel in the house and all that type of stuff. So I got to make sure it's 100% right. Did you right. see this somewhere or you just, you just got this idea in your head? I've been looking, man. I've been looking overseas and Dubai and Brazil. I've been looking at their yeah, model home. I'm looking stuff, like, bro, bro. I want to do something nice. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to buy love real estate. I want to like do something you, nice, right? Yeah. do something nice. This is lit, man. Dollar, I, I I need to, I need to I want to make some money because I'm in real estate. So my sister, uh, my sister, shouts out a female, female real estate guru. She helped me build out my portfolio, and I got some, uh, you know, kind of like fractional ownership in a bunch of properties, and you know, it it pays me every month, which I I like that. I like that. Um, but I I I kind of see, especially like you and her, like the love of real estate just talking about real estate, thinking about real estate. Everywhere you go, you just see real estate and you just want to like really get into it. And I think that's what people need to adopt is that 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 uh, passion and not even a passion, obsession. Right. You are obsessed. And I think that's what it takes to be successful. The one thing I can tell you is, by the way, is man, like I do got a lot of commercial land sitting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm getting into that. I'm about to get into the commercial, the commercial very heavy. So you've been buying commercial land? Buying commercial land, buy do plazas and stuff like that. In Carolina? Carolina, yes. Hmm. And getting ready to build an apartment apartment complex. You're out of control, bro. Mm-hmm. You're going crazy. Like I, I like to I like to put my money where like the, the big stuff, man. Yeah. That's why I was telling you, like, even like the apartment complex, I'll just keep it, you know what I'm saying? Over time, like mm. Yeah. And do you like do a lot of this stuff you buy in cash? I do cash and I do credit. Mm-hmm. I do both. Got I got a good behind loan loan officer good. that that, uh, that I've been dealing with for a long time. A lot of people that I a lot of people mess up because they like to jump for dealing with this person, dealing yeah. with that person, dealing with this person. It's always good to deal with that same person. Yeah, build that relationship up and build that relationship up. Like my painter, uh, he look out for him. Like I get my house, a house that's far like two thousand square foot. I probably mm-hmm. pay about. $2,000 for my painting to come in and paint the house up. Oh, I wow. give them so many jobs. Yeah. And people don't really get that price. They probably paying like $2,000 $2, a square foot or more. Dang. That's lit. Yo, man. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited on your journey, man, because you've been killing it. And I, one thing I really took was passion. I started thinking about, thinking to myself, like, am I as passionate about my industry as you are yours? And that's a real uh, conversation I'm going to have with myself today. And that, that's what I'm. That's what I'm gathering from this. Yeah. Like you are truly obsessed, and you've literally all your relationships, your activity. If somebody followed you for a day, I'm sure they would say, "Yo, yes, he is really obsessed with this thing." Right. And which means you're probably going to make billions at some point. So don't leave me out. Right. <laughs> I want to get down. But yeah, man. Yo, thank you so much, bro. Can you shoot? Can you uh, kind of shout out? Um, uh, oh, this is my question too. Last question. Where do you see yourself or what do you see yourself doing or accomplishing in the next five years? And I'm only asking the question because I want to be able to play this back five years from today and say, yo, Dallas said he was going to do that five years ago. Look, he did it. Right now, man, what we're doing right now is we thought about starting a TV show, almost like HGTV. Oh, word. Right. <laughs> That's so in the next five years, you might see that thing just go ridiculous, man. Yeah. Okay. Ridiculous. And, um, one thing I, I want to tell people while I'm on the show, man, is like, you in this game, man, get you a good mentor. Mm-hmm. Get you, um... Who's yours? Hmm? Who's yours? Mine's right now. I got some GCs back home. I got my brother, like always, and stuff, because I got, I lost a lot of money, in, even in real estate dealing with the wrong mentor. Mm. I lost, I lost, I lost part of it, like, 16 months ago. I lost 
close near to about a half a million dollars dealing with the wrong person. Really? Really, man. Dealing with the, still trying to get my money back, man. Still, still trying to get my money back. And one thing I learned, man, that's why I was trying to say earlier, like, really, like, invest. And like, make, sure you, make sure you have the say-so. Because people will sell you game and they'll run with it, man. Yeah. And the only thing I got back out of that, man, was I got a hundred thousand. They start selling like twenty thousand here, twenty thousand and seven thousand, make all these excuses why they can't pay. Mm. Yeah, man. It's, you know, like it's bad, man. Yeah. Well, really bad. That you, gotta, you gotta go through it, man, so you can teach other people. Right. That's that's another reason that make me wanna hop in the game, man. Yeah. Another reason, man. Yeah. Then like, be honest with you, like that's what for when I did my first house. I was getting so played. People was coming in there saying they're gonna slap. They're slapping paint on the wall. Mm. I watched a video the other day. Somebody sold a guy a house and told the guy, I think they sold a house to the guy for twenty thousand. House was worth sixty thousand. Said only thing I do is put six thousand in there. I look like man, the HVAC, the HVAC no good. You gonna spend sixty five hundred more <laughs> just for the HVAC, <laughs> right? Right. So that's, that's that's the thing, man. Dang. Right. So right now, like I'm, I'm preparing me to go through a lawsuit. Yeah, mm. man. And the thing is, I heard the guy like when I when I like recently I've been hearing about the guy, man. I, I ain't gonna block it, man. Like the guy, I don't know if you ever do the, the Greg Greg Parker big business. Oh yeah, uh, I think I met him. He had a Philly, Philly. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. met him at Zocon. Yeah, he like man help all these millionaires, man. And I did this and I did that, man. Uh, he said he started selling me on like we could flip in like ten days. I got houses ready to go. Wasn't no good, man. No. Cause man, all the time. He'll pick up. So I got you, man, Monday. I got you this day. They're holding my money back from this. Is that who owe you the five or you the five hundred thousand? Yeah, come damn near. Yo. Right, man. Crazy, man. Crazy. Yeah, nah, cause I mean, I mean, see, again, I don't have no personal relationship with him like that. But uh yeah, I, I, I thought he was in the game, killing it. Yeah, yeah. man. Golly. Well, I hope you get your money back. Let me show you something right quick. One second. Oh, we get your bread back. Sheesh. I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you hear. Is Zell still here? No? Okay, cool. I'm going to let you hear a song right quick, man. A song? No. But since the beginning, I haven't asked you to give it back. You said I already, I already been using it. Told me like he said, watch this, man. He said like, he said, man, it's gonna take. He said it's gonna take. It's gonna take ten days. He said, man, it's gonna take ten days. That's what you told me. I know, bro. But when we listen, listen, it didn't. It took me longer, and I explained it to you. I was letting you know step by step the play. That's why I said, yo, bro, look. Let me just give you this big drink because we could have sold it. You could have cashed, and we wouldn't be here on the phone going back and forth. I don't want you calling me for no money, bro. I owe you nothing. I owe you and no other. 
But you gotta think, I got zero since I done dealt with you since December. No, listen, 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 listen. I, I, I you gotta think. What what else, what, what else about that? Let me say this, Vine. Let me say this, Vine, because you ain't playing no part in this. Let me just say this and just hear me out. I had a hundred ways I could have got you some paper. No, I just want the money back. Bro, it don't work. I did this, give you that kind of money back. I don't have that kind of money just laying around, bro. I gotta make a play. We gotta make a play. So you tell me for ten. I got that kind of money just laying around, bro. What you think I'm out here doing? I ain't. So you tell me for eight. You, you saying for? You saying for eight months? You saying for eight months? You never made a play. It been eight months. Bro, 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 bro. It ain't me making a play. I need to make. Bro, that's it. You leave the cell. You shot down. We're not about to. You see, man, it was crazy, man. Like, he had excuses every time. God, every man. time, man. Golly, bro. Like, I ain't gonna lie, man. Like, that's one thing I like. I want to tell people, man, just like, just be careful who you give your money to. Like, do your research or just make sure they're good people. Like, just make sure they're good people. Make sure you just... I had to, I had to learn from that one, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, man, it's not over, man. I, listen, I... I give everybody a benefit of doubt. Again, I don't know the brother, so uh, hopefully it works out. Let me ask you a question, though. When you, when, you, when you deal with people, like, if I was coming to you right now, and I want to ask you, like, if I'm fresh in the game, and I want to, I wanna, like, I want to reach out, and I want to get some help. Because, like, when people do stuff like that to people, like, sometimes people get their last. Mm -hmm. So when you blocking, like, you could be blocking generational wealth. For sure. Somebody could be, like, helping somebody. Like, I could give you some information that you could pass on to your kids, to your grandkids, and all that. So, like, people in the game, especially, like, people like you, Zoda Gold, Neo, and all everybody, like, it's good that y'all got good people out there. But my thing is, like, one thing people got to tell people is, like, I want to ask you, like, how would you let somebody know, like, let me know who's a good mentor? Like, how do you know they're good It's people? hard, bro. Bro, it's a bunch of people that owe me money. Yeah. It's a, bro, it's a bunch of people that owe me money that you... They come on the show talking all this, like, they make this and that, and when it's time to, like, if we do a business transaction and you owe me money, you just don't give it to me. Or you just, bro, it's a bunch of people. Right. So my, I, bro, I, I got a couple hundred thousand in the streets that, that's right. owed. But what you going to do? My thing what is, do? I'm not going to chase these people, I just gotta keep building and keep, keep building, building my income. That that's why my main income will never be relying on somebody. I, I else. had I had that mindset too. The same yeah. thing you just said. I had that mindset, man. But like me personally, man, like don't nobody owe me a half a million dollars. But yeah, I had, I had the same <laughs> mindset. Like, like, like he gonna pay the weight, blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? But then back in my mind, I'm looking like, man, like he might be doing this to a lot of other people. Maybe and the sure. problem be, man, a lot of people don't speak out. Yeah. Like Zoe was telling about the yeah. 4K thing. A lot of people trying to get their money back for, you know what I'm saying? The, the thing everybody going through right now. And the problem is, man, like, if people don't speak out, somebody else could be getting played today. Like, if, if you lose some money sometimes, like, people always talk, everybody with business, they always talk, like to talk about the good. Mm -hmm. People never like to say the cons. Nah, everybody come on your podcast, oh, this is this, this is all good. You'll never hear nobody say nothing bad. They probably don't say nothing bad because people might don't want to, don't want to deal with that business anymore or yeah. whatever, but I feel like definitely with stuff like bad people. I think I should say like more big, about bad people. Big, big people that, yes, because big people that's like out there, it's bad, man. They're they, they, they going to mess people. Like, it's like the church. Yeah. You got some good churches out there that really help a lot of people, but you got some that's all about the money that's just taking and taking and taking. That's a fact. And there needs to be people. And there needs to be people that let it be known because it's messing up our community, man. We're supposed to try to help our community grow. Mm. But by us not saying nothing, 
We're not helping. Got you. We're doing more damage by not saying nothing. I got you. I got you. Okay. So, like, I feel like, especially like somebody like you, like somebody like you, people look up to you. You talk about more stuff like yeah. that, it'll help a lot of people out. I got you. I, I was just running through some stuff in my mind. I need to, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm a very non-confrontational person, and I don't, I don't be wanting no confrontation, bro. Like, my wife would tell you, bro, I don't even argue with my wife. I'm like, yeah, just, but it's like the same thing, like, even back in the day, you probably got some people that say that, even like with the Martin Luther King and yeah. stuff like that, like, I don't got nothing to do with that. I salute to the people that march, yeah. that spoke up, that protest. Even like me and my brother, man, we done protest a lot of times. Even the thing yeah. they had in Atlanta. Yeah. We went to go march because we lost out there. We know how, we know how it feels to lose somebody to pol police brutality. Yeah. A lot of people don't know how that feels. So a lot of people sit back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know how it feels to as you. A lot of people don't know how it feels to lose money or to lose your, your dad to the, to the violence and just to go on. So a lot of times I salute anybody, even people that didn't lost their dad by police brutality or their mother or son that went out there and still marched. Especially people that even wasn't in that race that still cared. Mm. It says a lot to somebody that cares. They yeah. saying that this, this this is bigger than me. Yeah. Some people are like, oh, I don't got nothing to do with that. That's dangerous. Oh, I don't want to. No, you don't got to be. You don't got to be like. I understand where you coming from, mm -hmm. but it's good to sometimes let people know. Like, you're be right. Careful to the people you deal you're with. Right. Like, find somebody that to deal with them already that make a speak for them. Yeah. See, because Fonzo, for example, Fonzo saying him like two hundred thousand. Fonzo got his back. Somebody, I think somebody warned Fonzo. So Fonzo got his back. Fonzo mm. like told him, I need my, he's trying to make some excuses. Fonzo said, told him next, I need my money back. Mm. By the time Fonzo found out about me, it was too late. God, okay. So All right. I said, hey. so, so hey, listen, I ain't going to cut that let, part let, out let, either. Let, let me tell you something. Salute to the person that told Fonzo, because Fonzo probably could have been in the same situation as me. Yeah. Sure I remember me. he even showed Fonzo's wife a house in, in Cleveland. Like, Cleveland, you from there? You need to start doing the house there? She sent her daddy, she sent her daddy to go look at the house. It didn't even look nothing like the pictures that he showed her. Oh wow! Hey, big business. I right? hey, listen. You got the you got you got you got to say something about it, and hopefully y'all can go live or something like that. But yeah, LeBron, I ain't about to cut this out or nothing. It's, it yeah. is what it I is. I ain't so. confrontational neither, man. Like I already went back and forth for half well. a million or something. Like to go back phone. and forth about that. Yeah, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna I, hold I, you. I got some people that I got some That's people that in my head about it, man. Like man, for seriously, like what you want right. to do about it? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we get that back. Hey, man. Holler at this brother. I don't know if it's a, I, I don't know what it is. I hope it ain't no misunderstanding. Don't sound like a misunderstanding. But uh, yeah, I definitely get, get my man's bread back. Look, man, we got to wrap up, bro. I appreciate, one, I appreciate this this interview. Um, and two, um, I, 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 you really just gave me a realization about um, how. Some things need to be said, bro. Even if it hurts some people's feelings, even if it creates a little. Again, I, I'm very yeah, not. Sometimes you don't have to bro. say something. Sometimes yeah. you can get testimonies. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah you don't gotta sure. be the conflict one. Like, like one time, man, I was thinking about starting. I'm still thinking about it. I want to start like some type of app or something mm -hmm. that have all the mentors and everybody on there where people could go see their reviews and people talk about them. Just like, just like a like you go on Yelp. Yeah, like a Yelp review. For sure. We need something like that. For the mentors. I like that. You need something like that. Hey, look, we might have to talk about that. Let's talk about we it. We might be able to, yeah. You need might, something uh, like yeah, that. We might be able to put that, that together. That, 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 that would separate the real from the fake. That's a fact. People out here, because you got a lot of people out here lying yeah. about this stuff, man. All right, yeah, we're going to talk about that. We got <laughs>
I like that. That'd be hard. That'd be hard for real. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's let's work on that. Look, man. I I, I got to wrap up, man. Uh, but yo, thank you so much for coming through, man. Please let everybody know your social media, um, how they can follow you, how they can work with you, and uh, and one thing I do like, it wasn't even Zoe was like, nah, he ain't even selling no coaching or nothing. Like, just talk about a story. I was like, now nah, that's dope. Because you're not coming on to give games so that you can sell something, right? right? And he was like, nah, just like, I mean, I'm sure some people could work with you in some capacity, but um, that wasn't the driving factor. You know what I mean? Some people right. be like, yo, I want to sell this course. Can I come on? I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't do that. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, yeah, so let everybody know how they can contact you or even work with you and, uh, and close us out with a word of wisdom. You can um, catch me on Instagram at Dollar the Builder. Um, I don't charge for nothing. If you got a couple questions, you can ask me in my inbox for free. Love it. Just don't blow me up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't blow <laughs> right, me up. Right, Because I, I do have a lot of t stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And um, one thing I like to say, man, is put God first. Move with love, not money. Be careful with money because money makes people evil. Mm -hmm. And it's something serious, man. Don't let that money make you. Don't let it make you. Yeah. That's real. Listen, we can't close it out no better than that, man. Follow my brother Dollar, man. This is a good. Hey, just just when that app come out, make sure. Look, we got y'all as a culture. We got you, and uh, make sure you go get you some social proof. Meaning, go build something, build it really, really big. Um, but it is your responsibility to come back to your community to teach them how you did what you did. It's the only way our community grows. Okay, like, subscribe, hit that little subscribe button, share this with a friend. All right, we out. Peace. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.